and welcome back to CMS podcast. Y'all ready for this, where we talk about all things emergency preparedness to help you and your family get ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. This week, my co-host is Aaron Thompson with SEMA, and he is our operations and technology guru. So he's the perfect person to help us talk about our topic. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And we are welcoming back Director Dennis Jones of SEMA to be our subject matter expert as we talk about all things tornado safety, outdoor warning sirens in our systems, and making sure that we're ready to go for the entire month of February with severe weather preparedness. Dennis, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Kelsey. All right, so Dennis, let's start off the conversation with a little bit of tornado safety, making sure that people understand the terminology that we're going to be using. First things first, tornado watch, tornado warning. What are they? When do they get issued? Yeah, people hear a watch and warning quite frequently, but sometimes they don't quite understand what the difference is between the two. A watch is simply that you are watching out for something. It's something that it has the potential to occur, it's the possibility that it could occur, or that the conditions are right. A warning, if you remember the word danger when it comes to warning, they both have the letter R in them. So danger is warning. So when you see the, uh, a tornado warning come across, for your particular area, that means that a tornado has either been sighted uh, by somebody or it's been spotted on a radar system, which means there's a tight circulation that could potentially make ground. So, uh, you know, a danger uh, when it comes to a tornado, you want to look for the warning. Um, that's something that you really need to act upon. And if you're under a tornado watch, you need to be vigilant about your surroundings. You need to make sure you understand what the weather conditions are and you need to be watching out for your safety. With uh, Again, with a warning, you want to make sure that you're taking action, taking cover, and making sure that you understand where that tornado warning is in place for. Right, and that's something really important to bring up, Dennis, is that a tornado watch may be for all of Chatham County, but a tornado warning is more likely in a, in a smaller area. Is that correct? That's right. A, a tornado watch could be bigger than the county. It could be for the entire southeast of, uh, of the state of Georgia. Um, it could be for a larger region outside of Georgia, going into South Carolina or coming up from Florida. So it's very frequent that uh, a tornado watch could encompass more than just the area in which you're in. A tornado warning is more isolated. It's generally very specific. It has a very defined area of, uh, of warning. And also it's very, uh, it tends to be short-lived. You know, it could last for uh, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or sometimes as low as 15 minutes. So, you know, warnings typically have a very short expiration, but a very high threat level. And watches, you know, they could last for an entire day at some point. And, uh, you know, they cover a larger area than the warnings would normally cover. Yeah, that's great, Dennis. Um, let's say that there is a tornado watch or warning that's issued for Chatham County. What, what should our listeners do uh, during each of those alerts? Well, for a tornado watch, we want people, like I said earlier, to, uh, to be vigilant about the weather situations that are surrounding them. You know, check out what's going on. You know, look, look uh, to your local media outlets, um, get online and search some of your favorite uh, websites for weather-related information. Find out what's going on in your community. If there is a tornado warning, however, you, will, will, you should receive an alert on your phone. Um, that's the wireless emergency alert system. And uh, if you have a, a WEA, Wireless Emergency Alert System enabled phone, you should get that alert directly to your phone. 
you'll see information come across from the emergency alert system, which is through your television, television station and your radio station. Uh, we'll send out information through all of our local contacts. And you'll also hear the sirens go off with a tornado warning. You know, with a tornado warning, um, there are a whole bunch of different tools in which we could leverage in order to make sure that the community is alerted to that warning. The sirens is just one of those tools in a bigger toolbox. So sirens are only meant to be heard outdoors. Um, they're not meant to be heard indoors. And they have a very, uh, a very tight uh, radius when it comes to what the alerting platform is for that particular uh, that particular site or the alerting footprint. So they generally only go out about a mile. And again, they're not made to be indoors. If you are on the further outskirts of a tornado siren and you're indoors, you're not going to be able to hear that. Uh, you have to be right there next to the siren site to really be able to hear it indoors. So we really encourage everybody to use other forms of notification as their primary source. And again, the tornado sirens are just a, uh, a tool in a toolbox that we use, uh, just in case somebody misses it through their phone, through the media, uh, through their radio announcements, through emails or social media or whatever other tool that is available for alerting. Um, you know, we wanna make sure that we're covering as many people as possible. And again, the tornado sirens are just one of those tools. Okay, that was really helpful information. And I'm sure that we'll try to get a little bit more in depth to that later on. Um, Dennis, we talked just briefly then about what our listeners should be doing during a tornado watch or a tornado warning. What does SEMA do when there is a, a watch or warning? How do we kind of respond to that, um, one of those alerts? Sure, uh, SEMA has a duty officer program and that simply means it's, uh, it's a watch officer. It's somebody who's on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and that duty officer is watching out for those weather conditions or any other particular threat that occurs to Chatham County. So they're always on duty. They're always paying attention. They're always gathering situational awareness of what's going on throughout our community. And then making sure that our partners in our community are alerted and aware of relevant information. So with a tornado watch, we have the duty officer is making sure that they're contacting the National Weather Service, they're looking at information uh, through our media contacts and also making sure that they're reaching out to a lot of our partners to make them aware that we are under a tornado watch. Because that's our first priority is to make sure that everybody is aware and then in the hopes of everybody, you know, watching out for uh, the weather conditions in case we have to go to the next level, which is a tornado warning. So if we do go into a tornado warning, <clears throat> that duty officer then ramps up activities. They take it to another level. They're making more phone calls. They're activating the siren system. They're making sure that our partners know we're under a tornado warning. Um, they're also putting together uh, teams or uh, possibly extra staff that can go out and assess the potential damage in the particular warning area. So with a warning, there's a lot more activity that takes place uh, from a duty officer standpoint. And also we get more SEMA staff involved and if, it, if the damage is is uh, severe enough, we'll get damage assessment teams to go out to the area and check in and basically do an assessment of uh, what type of damage occurred. Yeah, you mentioned, Dennis, that one of SEMA's roles during a tornado warning is to ensure that the outdoor warning siren system is activated. Can you talk a little bit more in depth about the purpose of the sirens and maybe how they're activated? Yeah, our siren system, uh, we've got roughly 60, uh, 60 or so sirens throughout our community. Um, and they're scattered about. Uh, you know, we, we took an aggressive effort about 10 years ago to really expand the program. 
We added uh, 24 extra sirens about 10 years ago. So we have a pretty good coverage area across our community. And when we go into a tornado warning, those sirens are activated for a three minute uh, time period. And it, then it repeats every three minutes, just to make sure that people that are in that threatened area know that there is a tornado that is um, possible, um, whether it's on the ground or whether it's spotted on radar. So again, our hope is to make sure that uh, people are alerted as quickly as possible and that they are alerted by one or more of the multiple platforms in which the emergency warning goes out. Um, the, sirens, the sirens are controlled from a variety of different places throughout the county, so it's not just one one-stop shop. And there's also different automation systems in place in order to, to activate the siren system. So hopefully uh, with a tornado warning that the sirens will go off with, with just very little delay. Uh, if for some reason the, there is a, a failure along that point of activation procedure, we do have the duty officer that is trained to be able to activate the sirens independent of any automation. So we're very fortunate to have the SIREN program in Chatham County. It's something that your elected officials have really invested time and effort into. And uh, also we make sure that uh, you know, they remain operational. We do preventative maintenance on them uh, twice a year, on each site twice a year, just to make sure that they stay operational and optimal. In addition to that, we also test the sirens uh, every, every month. On the first Wednesday of every month, you probably have heard them sound for one minute. Um, so uh, we make sure that they are operational, uh, audibly op operational. And in addition to that, we also test the sirens under a silent mode. Uh, we do that three times a week. We do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Again, just to make sure that everything is operating uh, properly and anything that is a challenge or comes up as a, a point of failure or malfunction, we have a contractor that's on standby to go out and, and mitigate any problems that come up during a test. That's great, Dennis. And that was actually my next question is, you know, we, we want our listeners to know that the first Wednesday of every month at noon, we do conduct those siren tests. And I think it's important to understand why we conduct those tests. And also, you know, that they're not just done the first Wednesday of every month, that we do have those silent tests and that there's, there's a whole system that goes into place. So I think it's fantastic that you were able to mention that. Good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dennis, one more question I have for you. If the sirens are only meant to be heard inside, can you, I'm sorry, outside, can you talk about how our listeners might, you know, in depth a little bit about how they might hear about a warning if they're inside? Uh, absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, sirens is just one tool in a grandiose toolbox. So when a tornado warning is issued for a community, the National Weather Service sends information out. Um, it goes across on NOAA weather radios, it goes across on TVs through an emergency alert system, it goes across on radios. Uh, we send out information via social media, so does the National Weather Service. Uh, we also send out mass notification emails, um, and uh, of course we, sign, we sound the sirens. So there are a variety of different ways in which someone who is paying attention can get information about a tornado warning for a particular area. Uh, in addition to that, the Tybee Island has three particular sirens that are actually voice activated. So you can actually hear uh, words come out of those. There's a script that goes along with that. So if you're out at Tybee and you're on the beach and you hear uh, you know, uh, an audible speaker directing you to get off the beach, that's probably one of their sirens that are tied back to our overall siren system. Uh, again, it has audible controls uh, that allow them to 
um, apply direction to those people who are are within coverage of that particular siren site. That's really cool. And I, I have to admit, I did not know that. Uh, so that's definitely something that I will def share with listeners and, and people around the county moving forward. That's fantastic. Um, all right, so as we're getting ready to wrap up, Dennis, is there anything else tornado safety or siren related that you want our listeners to know? You know, when it comes to tornado safety or, or really any kind of emergency preparedness, we always encourage everyone to have a plan and to have a kit. Uh, you know, those are the two foundational uh, items of an emergency management uh, plan and also to build resiliency for yourself and your family. If you have a plan, uh, know how you're going to react to an emergency situation, know how you're going to get in touch with other family members, and then also put together that disaster kit. You never know when you'll need it, but if you go ahead and put it together now, just stuff it away in a closet. It's there for you if you need it. That way, if we do go into a tornado warning and a tornado does touch down in your area, you have emergency supplies already in hand. So we encourage you to have a plan, to have a kit, and if everybody uh, within the sound of my voice can, can do that, or just one person do that, then it just makes the community overall much more resilient than we were before we started this podcast. That's perfect. I love the way that you just succinctly tied all of that together. So it's a perfect transition. Thank you all so much for joining me this week. Please stay tuned for next week, though, when we are going to follow some of Dennis's advice. We are going to talk about things that you can do to better prepare yourself for a tornado for any type of severe weather. And we're also going to be meeting with life or living independently for everyone and talk about how those with disabilities or those with varying abilities might need to adjust some of those plans that we put in place for everyone else and how they can really make a difference in their little household. So you all please join us next week. Thank you so much for joining me this week. We'll see you then. Bye guys. Bye-bye.